0: Hello and welcome to Self-Taught Devs. If this is your first time joining us, this is a podcast where two self-taught developers discuss the learning and growth experience for folks just getting into the industry. My name is Eric Winkelspect. And I'm Matt Ehrlich. Before we get started with today's discussion, we just wanted to do a quick check-in with everybody and let you know that we've got a bunch of ways that you can interact with us. We'd love to hear from you. Number one, you would be kind enough to leave a rating and review on your platform of choice we know Apple Podcasts gives you the opportunity to actually write a written review. If you want to go ahead and do that, maybe we'll read that on a future episode of the show. If you're listening on Spotify, we've got a Q&A on every episode. So if you would like to leave feedback on this particular episode on Spotify, you go to the episode itself. You've got a little option there to leave us a note. Go ahead and do that. We'd love to hear from you about your thoughts on this episode, and uh, we can address those on future episodes as well. And then, of course, we've got the Patreon you want to join us on patreon It's patreon.com slash self-taught devs pod we'll talk about more uh, patreon stuff at the end of the episode matt what are we talking about today
1: today we are talking about our year in review and we're talking about 2023 we had a kind of a crazy year last year we started the podcast we really started talking to each other last year i don't think we even really introduced uh ourselves to each other in 2022. So we started the podcast, you got your first job, I got my first programming job, and it's been a very interesting year.
0: So this is episode number 53, which means we have done a full year of self-taught devs, right? 52 weeks in a year. And we haven't missed a week of publishing the show, which I think is a huge accomplishment for us. So soft clapping in the background, I think we should be very proud of that it definitely feels wild to be going into the second year and i don't know man i i've i try to reflect a little bit on what we've done in the course of a year with like growing organically you know having an audience now having a patreon now and a number of folks that have joined we'll hear a lot of names at the end of the episode with how many people we have on patreon now right it's not something i ever thought i would do right doing a podcast Did you ever think you would do it in an even long term like this? No, actually, I didn't. And
1: this wasn't even the plan. We just, you know, it kind of happened organically. And um, every week I've enjoyed it. And it's never really felt like a chore or like, oh, this is something that I have to do or like a job or whatever. It's just Mm -hmm. like a cool conversation where both of us are talking about things we're interested in. And um, it's been really fun. I never thought that it would grow into what it's become. I've just really just been doing this for fun and we've been growing really well. And it's good because that means that we are connecting with people who are resonating with the things that we're talking about and Mm -hmm. we're possibly solving problems for them. So it makes me feel really good um, with how the podcast has been going since last year. So it's been a really good year.
0: Yeah. I would say, I think my favorite thing about having it feels weird to say an audience even though i know i just said that like a minute ago but my favorite thing about having folks that are connecting with what we do is when those people reach out whether it's like through linkedin or or whatever and say you know so many nice and positive things about the value they get from what we do in our, our weekly conversations like somebody reached out to me the other day and said that we were their favorite podcast which to me is just yeah like wow for anybody to say we're their favorite podcast just floors me because like you've got there's tons of stuff out there right and it it means so much that people number one care about what we do number two like think that what we say is insightful and, and helps them in their own journey but yeah it's it still blows me away anytime somebody reaches out and says any of that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah that's really incredible favorite podcast wow I feel uh I feel honored I know you know when I when I listen to other podcasts, especially like w- very well-established podcasts that have been going for like a few years, I think like, wow, it'd be really nice to, it'd be awesome to meet that person. Like, I wonder what their their life is like. They're, they talk to so many people every week and they reach so many people. Like, are we becoming those people? I don't know. It, it's, it feels <laughs> weird.
0: Yeah. I think the thing for me that always feels weird about podcasting, and it's probably going to just keep feeling weird forever, is that like it's a conversation between you and I and I always enjoy these conversations but there is always the the third party that is with us right like we are cognizant that there is someone listening to this on the other end who I can't speak live to I can't have their feedback live from but like it's a very interesting way to have a conversation with somebody but I feel like I was really cognizant of that, like when we first started the first few months of doing this, and that has slowly just kind of gone away a little bit. It's become a more natural process. What is what has that been like for you, Matt, for just the evolution of, I guess, the feeling of recording a podcast? I think it's become a
1: lot more natural now. Mm-hmm. Uh, as with anything right the more you do it the more natural it feels um, and this doesn't I don't know I don't feel like we're we're creating a podcast anymore I don't know it doesn't have that like title for me it's just like well I know it's it's Monday gonna hop on a call with Eric and, and talk about a topic that um, we're interested in and I guess before it was like wow we're it's a podcast now like this is a thing like I, I don't know where this is going to go I don't know what to expect I, I have so much to learn I have no idea what I'm doing mm-hmm. and even now, I still think, think I have so much to learn. But you know, I guess you, the more the more you learn, uh, you know, the better you become. And it's been an entire year of learning. And um, yeah, it just it, it, I guess it feels more natural now, and just like I guess uh, a natural conversation, and not like a thing we have to do.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely am always like, what are we going to talk about this week? <laughs> Even though like I'll have topics written down, or you'll have topics written down. I, I still get that feeling where I'm like, we've done 50, you know, at this point, 52 episodes. I'm like, what's left? What are we going to talk about? But there's always something new and there's always something interesting because like either you're learning something new or I'm learning something new. We're working on something or we have a guest on or like somebody reaches out and suggests something. So it's it it continues to surprise me just how like much there is that we can continue to to make shows about. Yeah. And I think one of
1: our our biggest assets is transparency and Mm -hmm. being transparent, um, you, the audience, we don't really plan anything. In fact, there's been times where it's been, we've been on a call for five minutes and like, what are we going to talk about? And an idea pops into our head and then we just start talking about it. There's no script, there's no like prompts, there's no planning. We just kind of go with the conversation. And I think that like that goes along with the whole thing of transparency, right? We're not trying to BS you or really make content for popularity. It's just like things that pop into our head. so- Um, I think that really goes along very well with our podcast. And sometimes I'm kind of impressed
0: that we could like carry the conversation on um, fairly well. Have you ever looked back on our episode list and well, I, I guess before I go into any other questions, have you ever looked back at our episode lists and just like looked at the topics of stuff we've talked about?
1: Yeah, I have. And that actually, sometimes it gives me ideas I don't know, sometimes just looking at titles or looking at words or whatever, it gives me ideas of what to talk about next and kind of like ideas that branch off of other ideas. And sometimes I'll once in a while, I'll listen to the conversations, especially the ones that we had with guests, because that the things that they talk about actually help us right? Like we're giving them a platform to to promote themselves and, and talk about things that they know, but their information actually helps me a lot. And once in a while, I'll go back and listen to it and
0: um, take notes and see what I could relearn from older conversations. Mm. Has there been anything throughout a year of doing podcasting that has surprised you?
1: How simple it is. So <laughs> whenever you think of like making content or just starting something new, it always seems like a huge checklist, right? You have to have the equipment, you have to have the script, you have to practice a million times, right? How am I going to sound? How am I going to look? But for the most part, especially when you're first starting off, a lot of that really doesn't matter. And even now, a lot of that really doesn't matter, right? As long as you have a good way to capture your audio, and as long as it's pretty clear, that's really all you need. And it's not as hard as it seems. That's been kind of like the surprise for me because when you think of like starting a podcast, it sounds like, wow, we're starting a podcast, right? This is like a huge deal. And now it's more like, it's very simple in my opinion.
0: I I think the most challenging part of the actual production of the podcast was just getting comfortable with editing, right? Like and finding the ways to edit. Um, I know we do it in different ways, but like, I know I messed around with a couple of different programs as far as like how I wanted to edit stuff and, and, uh, got comfortable doing that. And now I can do it a lot more quickly than I did the first time around. Uh, that was definitely, but just like anything else, practice solving problems, right. Learning from experience and then growing with that. It's easy to get started for sure. It's hard to keep going, right? I think that's the challenge that most people have when they start a podcast is like, I don't know whether it's expectations right of like where an audience is going to be or how quickly they'll find people that will listen to what they do right but to be consistent and do it weekly you know i think you and i have been good about just general accountability you know it's not it's it's not like we have had to like get on each other for doing this weekly and like i don't know we're both just accountable people and we've just shown up and done it right that's been nice
1: that is true. Yeah, there there hasn't ever been a need to motivate one another. It's kind of just like we both understood where we were and um, what we were doing it for, and I think it helps that we weren't doing this for money or for growth or for like um, like popularity or whatever. It was really just to get that information out there and talk about some of the things that we struggled with because we realized that it could help other people. And I think since that is our, that's what's driving us. And that's what our motivation is. I think that has allowed us to continue doing this, right? If we were originally going for like super growth, right. And having the biggest podcast, I think if you start out with that, it's a lot harder because you don't see Mm -hmm. immediate results. Right. And, and those motivations could fade, especially very early on. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's been I think that's been one of the things that had been keeping us going
0: for this long thank you for listening to the self-taught devs podcast if you appreciate what we do and want to help support the show we're now on patreon you can find us at patreon.com self-taught devs pod Your contribution not only allows us to keep making episodes just like this, but you'll also get a monthly newsletter from Matt or Eric, get access to the Self-Taught Devs Discord server, where you can help shape the direction of the show by providing feedback or topic suggestions, and you can even get a special monthly episode exclusively for our Patreon supporters. That's patreon.com slash self-taught devs pod. All one word, pod as in podcast, patreon.com slash self-taught devs pod. Thanks again. Now back to the show.
1: I actually have a question for you what are some things that you have learned maybe about yourself or maybe about podcasting in general since starting the podcast
0: i have learned that i can (laughs) maybe this is a dumb answer but one thing that surprised me while doing this podcast is learning that i can get used to the sound of my own voice (laughs) which i mean like i think everybody has the experience where like if you're not doing this on a regular basis you hear yourself recorded on something and you're like, Oh my God, that's what I sound like. And now I hear it like every week or every other week when I edit stuff. And that's been wild. Um, The growth aspect of doing a podcast. I don't know. I think it surprises me too. like, and I think you're right. This comes from a place of just kind of being transparent and just being genuine about who we are and what we do and what we know. And like, we're trying to help people in our own way but like there's something very different about putting together like a YouTube video you know like a tutorial video or something on some coding technology there's something very different about doing that versus doing this where I feel like for me anyway putting together a YouTube video is a lot more stressful to me than the podcast which for some reason just has a different vibe And I don't know that I can quite explain it correctly, but that, that has been a very interesting thing to kind of realize over the course of doing this.
1: Well, yeah, it makes sense because what are, what are people usually doing when they're listening to podcasts? Maybe they're driving to work, maybe they're at Mm. the gym listening, right? Maybe they're going for a walk. And so there's more of the ability to have a longer conversation and, you know, I, I know for me, sometimes like I'm really into listening to uh, you know a podcast, but sometimes I just kind of play it in the background and listen in every once in a while. And yeah, it's, it's a lot easier to do that versus a YouTube video that needs to capture our attention right from the beginning and keep mm-hmm. our attention and, you know, Lots of flashy editing, I guess, depending on what you're doing, right? And maybe not all YouTube videos, but the, the general idea is we have to do as much as we can to keep the listener retained. Whereas with podcasts, I think it's accepted or widely accepted that it's just more of a general conversation and people like to listen to that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You you make a really good point there. There's a lot more of a, of a variance as far as how people enjoy a podcast, you know? I'd be interested to know if people were like taking notes on stuff that we say. And although maybe I wouldn't want to know because that would be (laughs) maybe a little different feeling. But uh, because I know people have written to me and, and said, you know, they've had certain takeaways from different episodes and things that they focus on after listening to stuff we talk about. And like that stuff is super nice. It hasn't instilled a. A fear in me that I'm like, you know, needing to act a different kind of way or anything in this podcasting, I feel like. I don't know when it comes to talking and 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 mentorship, it's something I've done for a really long time, you know, in my previous career, I was mentored to a lot of people and having a conversation to mentor is a very different thing than like, let's say doing a LinkedIn post and giving like a strategy for, for somebody, you know what I mean? But it's also like. This is a very general conversation and I also think we are very transparent with the fact that we say like hey the things that we say that might be advice are from our own experience and like those are things you should take inspiration from but we're not trying to give you like a blueprint of what you should be doing out there so I guess all of this is to say that we I feel we have done a very good job with what we do and how we do it in a way that we encourage our genuine selves and don't try to like, just do things for the views, right? Like a lot of folks out there tend to do. Yeah. And we
1: clearly don't market ourselves as experts because (laughs) both you and I are still relatively new to software engineering, right? I mean, it's been what two years now, maybe for both of us, but that's still very new when you compare it to like, I don't know, someone's 10 year or 20 year career or whatever. So we don't really market ourselves as experts at all. And when someone hears what we're saying, I think, at least for me, this is the the idea that I had. It's that, well, somebody else is finally talking about the thing that I've been thinking about this entire time, and it's finally out there. And now it's like a real thing, and it's not something that I am just struggling with. So I think that's really like the attractive part of what we're talking about. And Thinking about where we are now and maybe coming into 2024, where do you think you see this podcast
0: going for this year and and on? Oh man, that is tough. I would definitely want to say want to have more guests on. We've we've been kind of sporadic with that, but I really like when we have guests on. I like hearing other people's stories for sure. Um, I want to focus on our expansion out from what we've been doing typically right like the only way we've really promoted this podcast is linkedin which i think works we are uh kind of revitalizing the self taught devs linkedin page which has been nice and if folks listening aren't following the self taught devs linkedin play page there's a plug for that uh but you know we we've talked about doing other stuff like potentially getting an instagram going or some other social media stuff which i think will be cool but in in general too like I'm looking forward to more conversations about the continued growth in software engineering for both of us, you know, like there's always a lot to talk about when it comes to the job search and, you know, getting started and, you know, those entry level kind of conversations, which there's still tons to go over and tons of value. I think we can, we can provide folks who are in the trenches doing the job search or, or getting started and stuff. And at the same time, as we grow as engineers our interests are going to continue to grow into various areas right and you know i'm i'm excited to see where that leads us i'm with you when it comes
1: to having more guests on and talking to more people and seeing what we talk about as our knowledge grows and we get a lot more experience and i me personally i really just want to continue to provide as much value to other people as possible um my general idea pretty much with anything is provide so much value up front that eventually later on if you ever do have an ask it doesn't feel like a chore to to have an ask right people kind of feel like well this person provided so much value to me i feel okay giving right and when you think about like our patreon i didn't even feel comfortable having a Patreon. Right. And mm-hmm. I still kind of don't feel that comfortable about it because I'm like, did I, have I provided enough value to other people to even ask for anything? Right. I'm still kind of like thinking about that, but I've, I guess it, it's gotten a little better because really we, we actually haven't taken anything from Patreon for ourselves. It has all, every single cent has gone back into the podcast and you know, we're using it right now for finding the best platform to record and provide more content. But and that will grow as as the podcast grows. But really, I just want to provide as much value as possible to other people.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I'm with you on the Patreon side of things. It was weird to get that started. It surprises me every time somebody joins the Patreon. Um, but look, it's it's definitely one of those things of like if someone out there appreciates what we do and appreciates the value that we provide and how we do it it's not like we force anybody to join that patreon right like they do that of their own accord and it's a super nice thing and yeah it, it's right now it's everything that is coming from the patreon goes right back into the show and we're, we're going to use that to continue to grow and expand what we do and who knows what that means for us in the future but.
1: one thing that i would like to have more of is participation from you the the listener I would love to hear more about what you're interested in hearing about and some of the things you want us to talk about right because one of the best ways that we can provide value to you is to know what you find valuable and um if it's a topic that we can contribute to I would love to talk about it So maybe we could find a way to get a little bit more participation and, have you submit maybe questions to us or find some way to pick your brain and get more information about your interests
0: yeah absolutely please 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 reach out to us uh, i mentioned a few things up top i think that spotify uh, spotify q and a on each episode is a is a really good and easy opportunity for folks listening on spotify which most of you are um to just give us a shout and tell us what you think about the episode if you are not following us on LinkedIn or following the self-taught devs page on LinkedIn, reach out there too. comments, send messages, whatever. Let's hear from you. Uh, and then, of course, that Patreon. Uh, you can find us there at patreon.com slash self-taught devs pod. We are trying to provide value for you there every month as well. Uh, we've got a few different levels at which you can join us. And depending on what level you join, you get a few different goodies every month. Uh, You get a newsletter from either Matt or myself. We get uh, access to our Discord where, again, you can come in and say hi and talk to us there, give us some topic suggestions, or we can chat with you about whatever. And uh, we also do a special monthly episode for Patreon listeners as well. Um, And the other bonus, you get your name read at the end of every episode as a special thank you for doing what you do and supporting what we do. And this list is getting longer and longer. Here we go. A big thank you to all these fine folks. Uh, And if I do mispronounce anybody's name, please just reach out and let me know. A big thank you to Scott Lundgren, Nathan Ileskas, Stephen Sheaves, Camille Onoda, Leo Ashcraft, Roxy Rodriguez-Becker, Nick Romanishin, Matt Hoadley, Danielle Arnett, Vanessa Vaughn, and Danny McCollins. Thank you all so much for supporting the Self-Taught Devs podcast.
1: Thank you everyone for listening. If you aren't already, please subscribe. We release a new episode every Friday. If you want to help us grow, please share this show with your network. Check the show notes for all of our links. Reach out and say hi. Email us at selftaughtdevs@gmail.com at gmail.com if you have a recommendation for a guest or a topic. Thank you for listening to Self-Taught Devs.